Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports betting season is in full force. You need a sportsbook with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may already know this, but BetUS has been pioneers in the sportsbook industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. That is BetUS.com. They have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 800-69-BETUS. That is 800-MY-BETUS. And you will receive a 125% sign-up bonus by using the bonus code 5. That's the word 5, F-I-V-E. They also have re-up and referral bonuses as well. Follow my lead and open an account with BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code 5, that's F-I-V-E, 5, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. This show is brought to you by Lewis Peters State Farm, agency representing the number one auto and home insurer in the United States for more than 60 years, combined experience in the insurance industry. Local agents that understand South Florida's unique market, you have access to them 24-7, walk in, call in, click in through lewispeters.com. You can find them online on social media at SF Agent Peters, or you can call at 305-275-5585. Remember, lewispeters.com. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on, and welcome to another edition of Three Yards Per Carry. I'm Alfredo Artiaga. Chris Kaufman is here. Simon Clancy is not because he's driving from the South Coast, which is something I've never heard said before. But I guess it wasn't. Know. Wasn't he driving from London? Wasn't he in London? Well, in his text to me, it says, "I'm driving from the South Coast. I might be able to make it later on for the show." But we decided to go without him. So. We decided to go without him. Yeah, kind of, kind of like what Bill Belichick did last night. He decided to go without Mac Jones in the biggest game. We don't need, we don't need him. We don't need him. <laughs> I said we don't need him. Yeah, I wonder if he's maybe. I mean, because he, he had said before, Simon had said before that he was going. To, I thought he said he was going to London, but you know, maybe he's going further south, like Brighton or something like that. He says I'm driving back from the South Coast tonight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever that is. I don't know. I've never been to England. You've been, right? Yeah, I've been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lovely little there. town. Lovely little I... town, that England. Uh-huh. <laughs> not as big as Tampa, right? No, no, not as big. <laughs> no, not as, as big as Tampa. 
Yeah, as always, we are brought to you by Manscaped. Use promo code 5RSN, 20% off your entire order. It's almost Christmas, people. Okay? So, yeah, it, you know, it, it, usually I make a joke right here, but I don't, I don't think I need to. 20% off your order. Use 5RSN. Use our promo code. Okay? We don't get credit if you don't use our promo code. That's true. All right. I guess actually uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas season, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start ordering with our um with our promo code. Cool. Order like like you know fifty thousand dollars worth, you know. <laughs> and, we, and I get a nice get, like, we all like, get a pretty nice per- bonus. So you get what some percentage? Of it back. What percentage of that do you think I would get in a kickback? Like like what? Realistically, like the like pretend oh, this least, is a cashback card. At least. Well, I, you want me to tell you for real or or not? For real. I, uh, let me see. Uh, I have it in front of me. Hold on a second. Okay, hold on. What is three point five percent? Three point five percent of the fifty thousand. Yes. So. Oh. Um. Uh. Yeah, almost like two grand. Like that, that's not two bad. Grand or something. Yeah. I could use the two bad. grand. Okay, go ahead and spend that fifty thousand. But I mean, the three point five. Like I get, I get more cash back on one of my on one of my my credit cards like i get five percent cash back but that's only because it's like a special card it's like yeah not to talk about crypto but link is a piece of shit and i'm thinking about you know getting the link out just of hi- oh, okay we're not gonna get into it <laughs> i don't know did it do something today because i don't have an, an alert I don't it, is, it is actually it is actually doing something today but All I saw uh, it, hit, it hit 18 bucks it, the other day and i'm like oh boy i'm almost they just, there they, they literally they literally just hired uh google's uh former ceo oh so um, i'm gonna be rich uh, is what you're, t- you're trying to chairman, tell me here and the chairman of the work like they they just hired him but I, that, that's you know, i don't want to shill anything here okay so I, i'm gonna be rich that's that's fucking awesome to hear man you just might have to wait for like five years <laughs> okay yeah i'll wait five years to be rich. all right i'll get my yacht then yeah I, I want it now actually you know what i need to do i need to make enough money to like just hire somebody to run my life and tell me mm-hmm. where to be just tell me Oh wait, I had that, but I don't have that anymore. I had a wife, and now I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually very, very, very patient with. with so, can you wife. hire a wife and like you know pay like full time? And that that sounds yes. that sounds shady. That sounds shady. I'm sorry. Yes, you can, uh, you can do that. You can do, you that. Can do that. That exists. Yeah, that absolutely. exists. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't want I don't want a wife. I want like a Pepper Potts, hmm. like, and, and and it could be a Peter Potts. I really I'm not I'm not beholden to the sex on this one um i'm just saying like you know i just want somebody to run my life and tell me where the fuck to be oh like an assistant like a yeah yeah and just like you know and just like make sure that things don't stack up around me like that's what i want in in other words you want like a like a like a an oc an offensive coordinator maybe you know i don't know uh can i have an ahc uh, Charlie Fry might or be assistant in a assistant months. to the head coach. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can give him that head title. Coach. You can give him that title. Coach. And he has assistant, to wear a headset. Assistant to the oh, he could wear a headset. <laughs> if course, I had a, if phone, I man. had if I had a dude like that was like running my life for me, he would wear a headset and not and a not visor, ear, not earbuds, and not a earbuds, and like a, visor. a real headset and a visor. I don't know. I'm iffy on the visor. Like it depends on the situation, but he would wear, he would wear a headset, like a full headset with like the little thing, the little mic thing that comes down. I, that's what I want. And a play sheet. I want him to have a play sheet. 
Oh yeah, no, the play sheet is a must. It's a must. Okay. It's it has to happen. Like that has. This to is happen. this is these these are my life goals. And then people could speculate whether it's you or your assistant that's making all the calls on oh, crypto right. or stocks, right? I get all the credit though. Yes. I get all the credit. And, and he everybody has, has a hard, to speculate he, like, oh, he took over. He took and over. And he has he has a hard time getting hired somewhere else. Exactly. Because <laughs> I get all the credit. Yeah. Sounds familiar too. God, that sounds that sounds sweet. <laughs> all right. If if anybody, if uh, any of our listeners have ever like ever wondered, we don't do a rundown. We used to do a rundown for the show. So this is where I ask my co-host what he wants to talk about first. You want to talk about Giants Dolphins first, or you want to talk about New England Buffalo first? When was the last time we did a rundown? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, it's like two years. That sounds ago. right. I, I, I was like, that. you know what? We got to get. Hey, to, but to be honest with you, we needed a rundown back then because I it used to take me like thirty minutes to edit. Now oh. it takes me like three minutes to edit. Oh man, if you that, know? like a, a bunch of times, you don't even like you just you just send it in. Yeah, a, a bunch of times you see that that you know we we go off the air and i and i post on on yeah. the three ypc twitter account oh it's coming in 20 minutes and i just put it up like in three minutes yeah it, it's like suspiciously close to the end to when we literally just hung up on each other yes and i'm like you just, just wasn't even download that wasn't even upload speed practically like that was <laughs> yeah that's because we've gotten good at this uh chris that's I would, I would like, I would like to think so, but I fear that that's not the case. Like that's just. Well, you think I'm just, just being? I'm that's just, just being, our excuse. That's just our excuse. You, you, oh, so you think I'm being lazy and just throwing it up there right away? All I know is, like, you know, years ago when we started, like, I actually, I actually used to like put together material. Mm-hmm. I mean, which just like that, that even, even that statement just sounds weird coming out of my mouth now. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was like I put together material that we we're gonna, and now, and now we're just like, now we're just like shooting from the hip, and and luckily, like, luckily we like just just know shit, and we just like throw it out, but but still, yeah. So I guess we'll start there. Well, what do you want to talk about? Dolphins, Giants, or well, Patriots they did play Bills. a game. They did play a game and we did have a victory Monday yesterday. So I think yes. we, I think this is supposed to be our victory Monday now, Tuesday uh, podcast. Yeah. All right. So let, let, let's get into that. I'm going to say, look, the dolphins, they obviously have an identity. Okay. And their identity is pretty simple. I think Chris, which is great defense and hand the ball to two and have him get us enough points to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, hand the ball to him or have, I mean, like, I or have him hand like it. Our identity is Tua on extended handoffs. Yes, like Tua, Tua on Tua actually handing off because they're they are committed to the run. Uh, well, if, in this game they weren't, but um, mm. you know, generally they have been fairly committed to the run, even when it's not working in the last uh, during the win streak, and uh, not in this game, but um. Or the extended handoffs, and he does a bunch of extended handoffs, and he is getting constant shit for it, like a steady stream of disrespect. And I will say this: I will say this. I did not like his ball placement, especially in that first half. But as usual, he was he was magnificent in that fourth quarter. Like magnificent. Okay, that, that's just he, was, he was good. He was good. 
Okay, some of those throws, and it's true. Ethan was talking about it in the postgame show. Some of those throws are the kinds that show up on ESPN NFL Live when it's Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers making those throws. Oh, right. And, and that throw to, to Gasecki is absolutely oh my God, ridiculous. Because yeah. the, the, the offensive line did not hold up on that one at all. No, and, and he had the presence of mind saying, my guy is 6'6", I'm putting it over this giant's head. Yeah, well, he does he Giants does well head. with that. He does well with that. And he even, like, you know what's impressive is sometimes, like, he even knows to do that, to go high with, like, um, with Jalen Waddle. Like, mm-hmm. when, because Jalen Waddle, th- this is something that you notice about Jalen Waddle is he's, he's sort of got this jackrabbit instinct. Like, he, he wants to, he wants to jump up and go high even when he doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. And um and like uh, the the touchdown pass that he had that Tua had to him, uh, I don't think it was against the against it was Carolina. not against the Giants. It was against Carolina, um, which was a really I mean they I don't know if you've seen that play broken down by um like QB School or um or uh, JT O'Sullivan um or uh, you know like Dan Orofsky or somebody like that. Like if you see that play broken down, just really. Really snapshot for yourself when to uh, release the ball, like or or even 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 better, like when he started to draw it back to fire it, mm. you know, and look at the situation, like look at what he was looking at when he threw that. I mean, it was it was really incredible. I mean, but Jalen Waddle, the point being, uh, my original point, like he didn't need to jump for that, but he did, and that's sort of his way. I mean, even going back to college, he he likes to just really go up and and you know come down with it and um and i think that tua knows him so well that sometimes you know you see him you see him do that you see him feed it to him high on purpose yeah and you know uh it, it was a great effort uh, all the way around I, I enjoyed the way that they played uh i thought Tua could have been a little bit better i think that they left well, some points always, out there yeah, always good i mean everybody could you know but i did like i did like his disposition after the game i don't know if you saw it but he looked like you know somebody had kicked his dog or his, his mm-hmm. dog was sick in the vet you know what i mean well like, it's amazing it's amazing that he looks like that cuz you know we were talking about he had just had two two games where he's like 80 80 plus percent in a row completion and nobody had ever done it three games oh wait and, a um, are you introducing a conspiracy theory here are you are you saying that he was upset that his streak was done and he couldn't break no 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 I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying that like you know it's it's interesting that like he's beating himself up about it because he did not complete over 80 percent in this game but that was because he had like what like five drops something like that like yards of drops and yeah and, and, i know math major but that puts been, him over he, 300 yards he would have been he, i mean you know and I, I hate to like give somebody every drop but like he would have been over 80 percent if he had if he had a couple of those drops as as catches i mean you know mike gasicki in the end zone and or or elsewhere i mean jalen waddles had an easy drop you know that i think that um and albert wilson definitely there was a catchable ball there um you know yeah that's 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 why he didn't have that 80 percent again you know and and i'm not saying he was mad about it i'm saying like how do you go and like you're 80 on the day or 85 percent accuracy on the day you know, if you count for drops and stuff and, and you're still like pissed at yourself because there were a few plays, you know, what's so weird about the plays that he misses, like the, the throws that he misses is, is how completely understandable they are. 
like, oh, he missed that throw because he was getting murdered as he threw it. Like, you know, by by a blitzer who just came right around our offensive lineman who just didn't give a shit. Um, or because like, uh, I mean, there's several misses that he had where he like scrambles out and he's like directly on the run. And you could tell, listen, when you're when you're throwing it at a dead run, it's going to get dicey. Like sometimes, sometimes it's there. Sometimes, sometimes it's just a little, it's going to be just a little bit off. And, um, and he threw it like sort of at a dead run. Didn't take that little extra, you know, half a second to, to set himself a little bit better. And, um, and yeah, he wasn't accurate. On it. And there was another one where he was not accurate on a, on a throw because uh, he did a full cock and reload. Like, and, and this is, I mean, I don't know if, how many, college quarterbacks you um you, you look at but like all of these guys if they do a full cock and reload that ball is not going to come out accurately after on that second one like like and i'm talking about immediate full reload and, and throw like that ball is just not gonna i mean there's there's little there's a short pump like that's that's you don't want to see the hand motion that i just made um there there's a short pump but um but and then throw it and that's one thing but i mean like a full you know double loop these guys never throw almost never throw it accurately in my experience after that and he missed one you know uh, that way so it's like it's basically like he doesn't miss unless it's completely understandable which is mind-boggling because that is not normal not in any way whatsoever like that's that for a quarter, these guys don't do that versus air in practice. You know, uh, it's, it's really, it's really quite mind boggling the accuracy and people are like, Oh, what's a superpower? Well, that's pretty freaking obvious. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. the, the yeah. one thing, even when, even when it was clear, the dolphins didn't love him and it is, and it has been clear um, at different times in his two year career. Um, that they're they're just they haven't fallen in love yet. Like they're still waiting to see what they should be falling in love with. All that time, the one thing that they always acknowledged was, I mean, yeah, he's he's ridiculously accurate. <laughs> you know, that's that's like the one thing. But they're waiting for the other stuff. They're waiting for the other stuff to come up to come up. And and now I think you know, hopefully they're starting to recognize that it is. Mm-hmm. But. You know, who knows? Now we're gonna we're gonna end up with Deshaun Watson anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I have my I have my serious doubts about that. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the more I watch the rest of the league, it, there's gonna be a line a mile long to try to get Deshaun Watson, and I think the Dolphins are gonna say, you know what? Do we really want to like get into a bidding war for this, or do we want to go with this quarterback who is now uh, a budding star after finishing what top three in QBR and possibly even making the pro bowl. All right. Let me play devil's advocate on that. I want to play devil's advocate on that though, because um, I'm trying to search back in the memory banks, right. Um, For, for when um, they, the, the new England Patriots, and this is, this is where Nick Casario was came from, right. Mm -hmm. Um, When they were trading Matt Castle. I remember they traded him to the Chiefs. I can't remember exactly what the price was. I want to say it was two second round picks. Um, I remember that Josh McDaniels had taken over the Denver Broncos. And he had taken over. He had Jay Cutler there. 
there's big controversy because Matt Castle became available. Nick Casario had agreed on a price with the, with the Kansas city chiefs. Mm. And then all of a sudden Josh McDaniels takes over Denver and he's like, no, wait, I want Matt Castle. And he's like, this is a unique, it was a unique situation. He'd already worked with, you know, yada, yada. Cause he, he had to defend himself afterwards because Jay Cutler was super pissed. Um, so like, but he got involved, he outbid the chiefs and everybody around the situation acknowledged that he outbid the chiefs. And I think significantly so, but Nick Casario was like, he went ahead and executed with the, the chiefs anyway. And he was like, well, I, I had already agreed on the price tag with the chiefs and, and that's, and they, they, that's what they did. They sent them to the chiefs and it wasn't, it wasn't any slight at Josh, um, at Josh McDaniels or anything like that. It was just like he, I had already. So, so think about that and then think back to the, to the Houston Texans situation with the Miami dolphins prior to the trade deadline, when you had all these reports coming out, mostly from the Houston end of things, but like all these reports coming out that Miami has agreed on a price tag with Miami and Houston have agreed on a price tag. Um, if, if Deshaun Watson's legal situation were to be cleared up. Right. So, and then after the trade deadline passed, I think even Nick Casario said something like straight up, like, well, I'm still focused on still focused on the dolphins here, you know? And, and so think about that and then think about, you know, okay, yeah, we get into the off season, Deshaun Watson um, clears up his, you know, he, he settles with all of the uh, civil complainants and, um, and then he, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the criminal stuff. Uh, so let's say he, he does get that clear and there's a little bit more clarity ab- about what he's facing from the league. You're right. A lot more teams are going to, you know, the Carolina Panthers, stuff like that. They're all, they're all going to come out. They're going to be, oh, I want in on this. But will Nick Casario say, I'm sorry, but we already agreed with the Dolphins on a price tag. He did it before. You know, and I, I realize that I'm pissing in a lot of people's cornflakes right there because because there's a lot of Dolphins fans that absolutely do not want this to happen. Um, but but keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, I think um, I, there's enough evidence to suggest that NFL teams do weird things and renege on agreements all the time. Yeah, and not, it, Nick Casario's past suggests that he's not one of those. Yeah, I'm suggesting it could be on Miami's end this time. Oh, it could. I, I could see that. I could see that. I, I think that Miami could just say, you know what? You know, let's not do this. This could yeah. be a mistake. And quite honestly, it's looking like it would be a mistake because you could use those picks to put the right people around this quarterback and have them cheaper and have a team that's more ready to compete. And yeah. I'm not going to transition yet, but I would suggest that watching that game, uh, it, it was like a siren was going off in, in my living room. Like, you got to get into the playoffs if you're this team. Went out. Get into the playoffs. There is nobody. Who, who's scary in this AFC? Nobody is. I mean, we just saw, we just saw the 
the the Bills lose to the uh, to the nineteen twenty four Chicago Cardinals. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I mean, or whatever. I don't uh, I don't actually remember when the Chicago Cardinals were a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, seriously. That speaking of nobody's scary, and and the Patriots themselves. I mean. Listen, if they were really such a monolith, then we would have seen Mac Jones throw some passes, a few, you know, a few more. I mean, he threw three um, in that game and and rely on his arm a little bit. They they went with even for short passes because the short passes I was saying to you in the, in the what's or in the um, the the only chat. It's like, you know, I, I bet weirdly, even though he doesn't have the greatest arm to it would have been all right in that game. Because yeah, those short yeah. passes were mm-hmm. working. Those yeah. short passes were working out, man. You know, throw a short, catchable ball, which Josh Allen, you know, part of the game he was not doing because he was not throwing catchable balls because I think he was so intimidated by the wind. He just, even on the short balls, like he felt like he really needed to cut it. And so it was, it was coming in way too hot for the receivers. Uh, on the short balls well two is not like that he throws a catchable ball um and you could say well it was going to jerk around with the wind but yeah but it, i mean if it's a short throw then it's not going to jerk around too much and the receivers can see it um i think you would have excelled in that in in, in that environment i i know and realize that's like you know some people will just like scoff at that and be like no he's he's not that kind of quarterback but i kind of had a feeling and and so mac jones could have you would have think You'd think he could have, but um, they didn't want him to at all. So anyway, that didn't look like an unbeatable Patriots team to me. And it certainly didn't look like an unbeatable Bills team. to me. Uh, it looked like a weaker Bills team than what we faced both times we played them, you know, and um, and and we already beat the Patriots once, you know, so not surprised if it happens again at home. So, yeah, you're right. that Like this AFC, I mean, maybe the Chiefs, the Chiefs are really coming on now. Right. Yeah, and um, yeah, but they're coming on for all the wrong reasons. I, in my opinion, they're coming oh, really? on because their defense is playing lights yeah. out. But doesn't that make them even worse? Like I don't know. There's yeah, but like Mahomes, get, is... like give Patrick Mahomes a defense, and I'm supposed to be less scared. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, you're giving Patrick Mahomes a defense, but is this Patrick Mahomes is the problem? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah, not I, looking I good. Yeah, you know? he's he's. He's going through something. Yeah, there's um, something. I, I'm not going to say there's something wrong with him. He's just not playing well. Like, like, and I think not, Brian Flores. I think he destroyed Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that, that career's over. Like, you know, like <laughs> the, the Ravens will be. It would behoove the Ravens to keep their dollars, keep their free agents. Maybe go after Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's 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 a, it's a ridiculous statement on the face of it. But seriously, like, um, Brian Flores seemed to almost single handedly start the the start the snowball effect on Jared Goff and the NFL is relentless Chris they're, they're relentless like uh they've just decided okay what did they do all right let's just go do that all game yeah <laughs> I mean I tweeted about it and people were like people just like went I tweeted about it immediately like comparing the situation to to the Jared Goff and how you know entering that game uh, Miami had like zero chance of winning the game right um and and so we're playing and Jared Goff, I think, you you know, he was well over 100 passer rating, I think, to that point in the season. He was doing yep. well. He had just come off the Super Bowl appearance where admittedly he shit the bed against uh, against Brian Flores's and Bill Belichick's defense. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, like that game, we attacked Jared Goff relentlessly and it has not been right for him ever since. And I, I compared that after we did that to Lamar Jackson, I was like, this looked a lot like what we did to Jared Goff. And I wonder if Lamar Jackson is going to ever recover or is going to recover from this. Um, and he still has not, I mean, I'm not saying he won't because he's a great player, but um, he still has not. Well, he's decided it's to counter funny. by throwing interceptions this time. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's his that's his counter move. So against us, he was just ineffective and wasn't getting yards and moving the team. Now he's like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna throw interceptions to to you know to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, it's crazy how things like that go. I don't I don't think this is a, I really don't think this is over for uh, Lamar Jackson at all. Like I, I mean, I acknowledge that he's been a great player and he's probably still a, a great player, but but it's just funny how that happens um, in the NFL. Like when somebody opens up a, you know, gaping wound and then, and then, you know, that guy is still bleeding from the head for weeks after, you know, it's, it's, um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have a, I have this uh, app that kind of, uh, that gives you um, a comparison of the kind of games that Mac Jones, well, not Mac Jones, but any quarterback, like you, you plug it in mm-hmm. and, and, and you ask, Who's had similar games, right? Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, for the New England Patriots, the the I put in Mac Jones's game from last night, which was two for three for nineteen yards, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it comes out Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham. <laughs> really, <laughs> are two quarterbacks under New England? So I don't know when those two guys actually put up numbers like that, but evidently what, they have. In their, you career. know what it reminded me of is um is I recall New England and uh, it, it was a couple of years back. It was back when Jacoby Brissett was still with New England, right? And um, and I remember, like, he had to take over. I think this was when – I want to say this was when, like, Tom Brady was suspended. Mm. Um, and, and so Jacoby Brissett had to take over for a game. And I want to say – I want to say it might have even been against the Colts. Like, um, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it was – it's 2016. Could it have been the Bills or something? Uh, it was it was 2016, and I wanted to say it was against the Colts, but it was um, I mean, he played against Miami. Or, well, no, was it against Miami? I don't like believe did, so. did did Tom did Tom Brady play in that game that year? Um, I'm, no, I'm I, trying. I believe I'm, that I'm year, looking it up. That year was against. Oh, the, okay, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Garoppolo came and like threw three touchdown passes against us right away, and um, and then and then uh, we n- never looked back, even though Jacoby Brissett had to come in the game because we injured him. Um, no, it was uh, it was against Houston, and they won twenty seven to nothing. And Jacoby Brissett only uh, only threw like nineteen passes in the game, at, but he he ran the ball a lot. Um, and what I recall in that game was just, uh, just kind of a lopsided, um, a lopsided split. Like, uh, it looks like, yeah, they, they ran the ball. What is this? This is 32, 38, 39. They ran the ball 39 times and they passed the ball 19 times. Um, so uh, like, and it was, and looking at how they passed the ball too with Jacoby Brissett. Like they didn't really trust him to do much of anything. So he ended up the game 11 of 19 for 103 yards. And that's it. 
And then they, and then otherwise they ran the ball, they ran the ball 39 times. And that's what this game reminded me of, except it had to be even more extreme because the gusts were just ridiculous. The wind gusts were just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about that game more than we talked about the Miami game. What, what else? What about, what about, okay. So back to the giants game. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, let's get back to that one before we touch on this one a little bit more. Yeah. Well, we don't have to touch on the Bills, Bills, Patriots games anymore. There's one thing I do want to I want to touch on in that game. Yeah, there's one thing I do want to touch in that in that game. But back to the Giants and the Dolphins in that game, we kind of covered the offense. Uh, The running game is non-existent. Although the Giants, there's some evidence to suggest the Giants are playing good defense as of late. Yes, uh, particularly pass defense. Yes, but on the other side of the ball, Jalen Phillips. Two more sacks. Those totals are getting up there. And this one, he had one very impressive play. And the next one, he just uncovered on a covered sack and got the sack. He yeah. also missed his third sack by going for another kill shot, which evidently might have injured uh, Mike Glennon because Glennon got a, a concussion. If you watch the play again, yeah, Phillips is the one who actually hits him in the head. And after the we game. Wait. Yeah. You know, and, oh, so no, we got to wait. They, 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 right they, they definitely, after the game, they diagnosed him with concussion <laughs> symptoms. Um, and they, they put him on the, or whatever, whatever. I don't know if it's a reserve list or not, but yeah. He's but yeah Xavier Howard and Javon Holland allowed nothing in their area all day. Mm-hmm. Zero catches, two targets, uh, a PBU and an interception. That's pretty good stuff. First of all, yeah. your thoughts on Jalen Phillips, where he's coming along and how they're using him and, you know what it means going forward because I think they have some decisions to make in the offseason with his size and his body. It's not surprising to me. Um, and I actually would have thought they'd have been doing it a little bit even before, before you know, more anyway, before now. Mm-hmm. But with his size and his body, it's it's really not surprising to me that they move, they move him inside some and have him pass rush there, and, and he does well with it. Yep. Um, because you know he's that's he, he should be able to he's he's got he's got great size but um i think he had been a guy that throughout the season was kind of inconsistent like he'd have he'd have a game where um like against the the colts where he had you know half a dozen pressures on the quarterback um and then, you know, another game I get like against Houston where he really dominated that game. And then, of course, Carolina, we saw what he did there. Um, you know, it was sort of like it's sort of dotted in between his in between a bunch of mediocre or even maybe even a little bit worse than mediocre performances in pass rush. Um, he's thrown together two good weeks. And if you look at it, it's two. It's not just two good weeks because, you know, the Houston game where he dominated was not that long ago either. So um, he's trying together some some pretty good some pretty good games, and you want now you're now you're like okay instead of this is just like he's having a good game here and there against a, a really challenged you know offensive lineman or something like that, you know maybe he's actually getting better as the season wears on, um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with him now is okay there's there's some evidence now that this isn't just you know, you face a, a bad offensive lineman um, here and there. You're actually, you're actually starting to do this a little bit more consistently, and um, and I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's mm. uh, he's having his snap counts. I I, I do notice that. Um, you know, the last two games, 
have been his best games. And they're also some of his, uh, his lowest snap counts on the year. Um, and so like he, I, I think they've sort of dialed down his how many packages that he's part of and, um, and it's working out for him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, and I guess we could end that right here, but we're going to talk a little bit about this Buffalo Bills, New England game. Uh, two things. Uh, Eli Manning last night was on his game because Peyton would not stop with why aren't they letting Mike Jones throw a smoke route? He was like, he was like wondering, you can throw a smoke route. You could throw this. You could throw the other thing. I, I'm pretty sure he could throw it five yards. Mm-hmm. And Eli did the leave Mac Jones alone thing. And it just made me feel like that's the, the entire national media was yeah. speaking through Eli Manning. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? The, the leave Britney alone meme. You yeah, oh, yeah, that? I know. Yeah. That's what Eli Manning did last night. But uh, my faith is starting to grow on QBR because they released their QBR number for Mac Jones. And it's the worst QBR number of the entire season. Four point three. <laughs> oh, for the game? Yes. Yeah, because like they didn't. Yeah, it should be like they didn't. They didn't. Well, he was he didn't, really he didn't do it. He was a passenger. 60, yeah, but he completed sixty six point seven percent of his passes. <laughs> he was a passenger. He <laughs> two out of three. <laughs> oh, and well, and the one three? that he completed, the twelve yarder, like that was way that could have been a disaster. That, that should have been that could have even been a touch or an interception. I mean, that was like you threw. You're allowed to throw one pass and you throw it so far over the guy's head that it could have been an interception. Like, uh, it's it's lucky that uh, Johnny Smith like bounced it up and then he managed to you know come down with his own his own that way. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, there's no way that that should have been. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Mac Jones. It was ridiculous conditions, right? Yeah, um, and. You know, and I thought that Brian Flores had to be looking at that game plan and like salivating, like, "Oh, we can do this." <laughs> you know? oh, no, we can't. We don't have the backs or the. the no, we don't. But I mean, like, you know, he had to be thinking about it. He had to be like, you could, you could see the gears turning. Um, but I can see, and, a, I can see a, a game plan where we 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 do it some, you know, but you know, a little creatively, like Tua goes forty-one of forty-six for two hundred and fifty yards. You know, don't don't say that. They're just going to drive people, more people crazy. And then we're going to get more defensive players that are saying that Tua has no talent whatsoever. Yes. Uh, Although, you know, Keyshawn Johnson, you know, Keyshawn Johnson has. I didn't even bother listening to him. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson is now the king of the mountain. Like it's been a competition all year. Chris Sims has had his moments, but he's also walked some of it back. Even uh, Florio has walked some of his criticism back, and he's starting to say, like, you know, and I I was listening to him on Sunday night, and I I couldn't believe my ears. Florio was like, you know, the Dolphins really got to start stepping back and thinking maybe we have our guy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we don't have to revisit Deshaun Watson. So, you know, those guys walked it back. Keyshawn Johnson. The difference is I've never listened to Keyshawn Johnson. like, And neither have I. But I can't help, but everybody keeps sending it to me, like, because they know it riles me up. But I don't even pay attention to it. But Keyshawn Johnson is flat out saying he blows. He will be a backup inside of two years. Inside mm. of two years, in fact. So, yeah, congratulations, Keyshawn. You're the you're the you're the biggest idiot in, in all of sports media now. 
But I tweeted this, and this is speaking of, you know, um, his career, you know, to his career, like, what are we actually looking at here? Um, you know, I, I tweeted, I tweeted what he is and, and I'll try and I'll try and re- recall or remember uh, what I, what I was tweeting about. But, um, you know, if you look at his, his fourth quarter statistics, right. His fourth quarter statistics, he has, I mean, this is going back to 1994. So three decades, three decades of, of data here. He is number one in touchdown percentage, right. Out of, out of, you know, 240 quarterbacks that, that qualify over the last three decades, he's number one in touchdown percentage in the fourth quarter, right? He's definitely number one in completion percentage, and that's not even close. Like, that's mm-hmm. – he's like he's like over eight points better than anybody else in, in completion percentage. Like, he's 76.3% uh, completion in the fourth quarter. And his, in his career, we're talking about rookie year and this year, um, so number one in that as well, uh, he is number one in first down rate number that, that one, actually, you know, even cause that's, a, that's an impressive stat like that. That wouldn't even surprise me a little bit. I mean, it shouldn't have surprised, me, but it did. Um, you know, if you add up his passing first downs and his, his rushing ter- first downs, and then you just simply divide it by, you know, his attempts and sacks and, and runs. And, and consider he's a winning quarterback too. So he's taken quite a bit of victory formation kneel downs in those runs. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, like he's, he's number one in his first down percentage. It's, it's crazy. Um, I accidentally tweeted that he was six. That was a, that was a mistake. No, he's number one. Uh, and he's number two in passer rating, fourth quarter passer rating all time, or uh, the last three decades, you know, who number one is though. Oh boy. Yeah. It's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah it's Deshaun well, Deshaun Watson, Watson is good. You know, he's, I mean, he's good. There's no, there's, yeah, we've established that, but still, like, <laughs> I get that every now and then on Twitter. Like, when I say that he's, he's like number two in passer rating, fourth quarter passer rating for the last three decades, they're like, yeah, but who's number one? And I don't want to say <laughs> like, it's, it's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, so he's, so he's number one in, number one in touchdown rate, number one in first down rate. Um, number one in completion uh, rate, number two in passer rating. I mean, this is this this fourth quarter like of the last three decades. He's like arguably the be- the most efficient fourth quarter passer of the last three decades of NFL play. I mean, this is ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then in the red zone, you know, I, I decided to look at his red zone stuff too because um, he's pretty good there. And and yeah, he's um, he's his his touchdown percentage in the red zone in the red zone, not the fourth quarter, any quarter, right. Is, uh, is number three of the last three decades. Number three, that's Jesus, you know? And, and like another thing that he doesn't do, and this shows up both in the fourth quarter split, as well as the red zone split is we know, like, even though he has a terrible offensive line, this dude doesn't take sacks very often. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so he's number two in sack rate in the red zone. Of, of the last three decades like he just doesn't take that and you know take a red zone sack you're no you're not getting a touchdown anymore and now you're making the field goal harder um so but yeah he's he's number number two of uh of all time and and that i mean he's he's putting together a really impressive clutch you know split and if this is what he is if this is this could be an anomaly who knows um but if this is what he is, then he's going to have a phenomenal career. 
Absolutely. If that is what he is, then he is going to have a phenomenal career because his other stuff is just going to get better. I think we should all be able to safely acknowledge that, that he's mm-hmm. still a young player. He's learning like he's still learning the, the language of the NFL um, and offense and defense. And uh, and so that stuff is going to get better. But if that's what he is in the fourth quarter, and I can't necessarily explain why, but like if that but if that's what he is, then he's going to have a phenomenal career. And we should. I mean, we should be able to we should be able to acknowledge that probability at this point. Like there's some people, you know, they're still like, no, he sucks. He sucks. He's a backup, whatever. But I think we should be able to acknowledge that he's going to have a pretty good career if this is what he is. Absolutely. And not only that, but, you know, there's another metric I like, which is called the warm and fuzzy metric. And if you're in a close game in the fourth quarter, do you feel warm and fuzzy? Do you have the bubble guts? All right. I well, remember you know, that. it's the Dolphins, though, so we always have the bubble guts. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, I, I trust this. Uh, I trust this defense, and I trust Tua, okay? Yeah. In fact, I turn over the whole offense to Tua. Have him draft guys for the offensive line and sign, you know, give him the, the cap dollars to sign uh, tackles. And, and, in fact, I might even have him call the plays next year, okay? Well, you know how many you know how many points they score in, in, in Tua's games where he's played the fourth quarter? He's played the fourth quarter 15 times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it hasn't quite been a 16 game season, but uh, it's 15 times they score 9.2 points per fourth quarter in those 15 games, right? That's that was nice. 130, 138 points uh, total. They've scored in the fourth quarter that equates to a, a 37 point per game offense. Oof. Like that's the kind of offense that to us specifically when he's in, in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, when he plays, that's the kind of offense that they have in the fourth quarter. And it's not just, and what's crazy is it's not just the scoring either, because uh, you could be like, Oh, you know, Xavier Howard had that interception return touchdown. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's screwing things up. It's not just scoring because think about like how, how they, they ran out the clock against the new England Patriots in week one and, and ended the game in victory formation. You know, that was, that was as good as any scoring drive in the fourth quarter that you're ever going to see. Right. Um, the way that they they came up off their own, you know, five yard line or whatever and bled out, you know, three thirty three minutes and 30 seconds. Um, so that because a field goal, a, a field goal would have won it for the Patriots. So, yep. um, you know, that was as good. And they've they've shown a tendency to do that. They've shown a tendency to bleed off the clock. I mean, I go through games this year where they it's like they possessed it 10, 11 minutes, out, 10, 11 out of the 15 minutes of the fourth quarter. You know, the other team didn't even have a shot at coming back because of that. I mean, yeah, they might have only kicked two field goals in the, four, in the fourth quarter and, and, you know, might not be that impressive from a point scoring standpoint or whatever, but they bled off 11 minutes while doing it. Yeah. And um, and that's the, like so it's it's not even just about the points. It's about the totality of their offense in the fourth quarter is surprisingly good. Um under to a tongue of Iloa as the quarterback. And, and so, you know, we've all been in those games where you're like, Hey, we're dominating this game, but how come we're only up like 13, seven, you know, mm-hmm. well, any team that gets into it like that with us and they're like, you know, we're better than these guys. We're dominating, but you know, we missed a few opportunities and that's why it's only 13, seven, they get in the fourth quarter against us and they're going to find out something. They're going to, they're going to find around, find out something. I mean, yeah. they fuck around, they find out. Mm-hmm. that's the kind of offense we have in the fourth quarter. And it's mind boggling to think that because otherwise the offense is so goddamn anemic. 
Yeah, and wait till you get uh, wait till you get him a, a running back and a running game. Well, yeah, offensive lineman who can you see specifically? You watch what they're doing because they've gone cartoon level with the uh, the game plan, like the quick yeah. game. I mean, it's it really is like there's a reason people are like turned off by it and and stuff. I mean, we're there, we're in experimental territory, I think, um, mm. with the quick game. I mean, it's yeah, there's been quick quick game was not just invented, but um. Yeah, the, with how much they're doing and how consistently they're doing. What I'm curious about, what happens when we get some tackles where, because they still want to call every now and then, like particularly, I think, on second down. Yeah. They still want to call every now and then a little bit of a later developing route, you know, deeper, um, later yeah, developing. They try to use end. shorter passes to set up intermediate passes. And then, right. they use, and then they use intermediate passes to set up deep passes. Yeah. And, and so, and what happens when we get the tackles that can actually hold up um, when, when they do that on second down on, in a few of those situations, because, because the, these guys pop wide open on some of those, some of those intermediate routes. Right. Mm, yeah. Um, so what happens when you get an offensive line that can, that can do that, that can hold out for, for that long. Cause I, I think too, is just going to deliver the ball accurately. Like he always does. And um and so, and it might really open up the offense just that much more because this quick game is driving defenses nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's been it's it's been fun to watch. It, for me, it's been fun to watch. You know, but you kind of see the possibilities of where they can go. You know, from there, and we'll see. I guess in a couple of weeks when they play the the Jets, uh, we will have one show next week, which will be previewing the Jets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll do one on Monday or not. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll play it by ear. But this is the only show for this week. But so we'll end with this. What's wrong with Josh Allen? You're responsible for him for the rest of his, of his career. I am. I am also. I am definitely. I'm responsible for he and Patrick Mahomes because he's playing like shit too at times. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes. <laughs> well, Mahomes is not playing like shit. He's just not playing good. Like he's well, playing <laughs> Tannehill esque. Okay. Which is. I mean, like, it, I've seen. Good. I've, I've seen him play like, but I have seen him play like this at, um, at Texas tech, you know, and it's, it's, you can tell he was, when he's got, look, he was flat out no bad faith. against, against Denver. And maybe we got to give credit, uh, to Vic Fangio. Oh, right. Cause he tends to do that to a lot of quarterbacks, but what for the real. hell was Pat? I guess, you know, we'll get off of Josh Allen for a second. What the hell is Patrick Mahomes doing throwing sidearm when he doesn't need to? Like he had, this is, uh, this Kelsey is what he did at Texas open. tech. You knew, you know, you can tell when he's lost his, when he's lost the faith in his protection and he's lost the faith in the, in the guys around him. Like he did this at Texas tech. It was why he went, what did he go? 13th or something like that overall. Um, yeah. Instead of, uh, instead of you went 10th overall, sorry. Um, instead of going number one overall, which is how he should have gone. Um, mm-hmm. Because Texas tech had no offensive line whatsoever. And they also had the wide splits and everything and, you know, all the air raid, um, all the air raid crap. Yeah. Uh, and, and so he had no pocket, no, no reason to have any faith whatsoever in the protection. And so he didn't, he did everything himself on the move. Like I, everything's going to be playground ball. Everything's going to be because I'm awesome. Yeah. And, and he's been playing like that since he was a kid. So, um, so he's, you know, and, and he does, he does have awesome talent. So he believes in himself. Uh, you can tell, you can see when you can see the switch flip, 
like I can, I can see it. I can, I can watch him play. And I'm like, yep, that switch is flipped. And, um, and, and he has lost faith. He's going back to last year, going back to last year, he's lost faith and, um, and the protection around him. And I don't think he's gotten it back yet. And, um, and so I, you know, I know that there are some talented offensive linemen in front of him, but he still doesn't have that faith yet. And, uh, and Chris I Collinsworth called, uh, our favorite Creed Humphrey. So we are going to take credit for him. Yeah. We'll all take of us, all of us mocked him. And we'll first, answer for him too, because like one, one year he's going to be like absolute shit and everybody's going to be like, Hey, what about your boy now? <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, Creed Humphrey does look like you, if you like gained like about a hundred pounds and took off your glasses. Have you noticed that? Have, you, have I noticed that Creed Humphrey looks like me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> okay. Look at yeah, but remember, you got to add on a hundred pounds to yourself and take off your glasses. And, <laughs> okay, so it's it's a little different, all right. But yeah, uh, this but, is gonna this is turning into a Twitter poll. Like I could see, I could see this. Like this okay, is, but this is Chris Collinsworth called him the best center in football, and then he proceeded to just you know put on a highlight reel of of a spectacular center play. But that offensive line is not all that great in Kansas City. Uh, you know, Creed Humphrey aside, but back to Josh Allen. Good God, come on, man. The last two plays of the game, you saw it. Game is on the line. Jerk route with Diggs. Why the fuck open on third and 14? Josh Allen stares at him, doesn't throw the, the football. Then on the last play, it's a zero blitz. And good God, does, does Beasley pop wide open toward the end zone? He mm. throws to Gabriel Davis uh, on the backside. Mm. Uh Cause he'd already gone there and he'd already like, he'd already, cause he, it was, it was a similar, it was similar to another concept that they'd done earlier in the game. He just got mm. stuck on it. But come on, man. First of all, you got to look at Diggs there on that third down. It's, you know, it's Stefan Diggs. Like, you know, there's a reason you're paying him. Okay. There's a reason he's one of the best wide receivers in football. He just popped completely wide open on that jerk route. Come on. Mm. Uh, you know, worst case scenario, he's getting the first down inside the three yard line. Okay, and that's pretty much going to ice the game. But, man, he missed both throws. Today, they're all over the media, by the way. The Bills saying that they blew the game and don't give the uh, Bill, Bill Belichick any credit. At least that's what Sean McDermott said. Well, because McDermott has a thing about Belichick. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what's going on here. But I would say this. Uh, Sean, um, if, I, if I may call you Sean, Mr. McDermott, okay? Mr. McDermott. Okay. Coach. Sean, it took you three quarters to figure out to send Matt Milano in the a, in the a gap consistently to stop their their slant runs. Okay, yeah. they're running slant runs, they're running leads, and they're running power. Okay, they ran traps. Yeah, they ran traps like then, you know, and crack tosses. That yeah. they're running like three plays consistently. Yeah. Okay, it took you three quarters to figure out. Oh, Matt Milano shouldn't scrape and get squashed by a three hundred and forty pound lineman. He should just run in there, right? Like, you know, what do we need him guarding anything behind him, right? Like, what do you? Maybe need it him- took him three quarters to actually believe that this motherfucker is not going to call a single pass. <laughs> yes, I kept waiting. I'm like, they're going to call a pass here, and it's going to be, and the media's going. I bet Sean McDermott was too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I kept thinking to myself, they're going to call a pass here. Mac Jones is going to hit it for like. 25 yards and everybody's going to cream themselves. Okay. But it never came. It never happened. Like it, they, it, like it never actually happened. So 
I don't know. Uh, Sean McDermott maybe should look in the mirror, but are we witnessing regression? Was last year a fluke? What's going on with Josh Allen? This is not good. Let's face it. He hasn't played that well against us. Our our offense plays good in those first two games. Who knows? We at least split against them. Well, I thought he played good. He played well. I mean, he played all right in the first game, I think. No, he had two turnovers, one rushing yeah, but, touchdown. But I mean, 130 it's, yards. It's it's the whole game. It's not part of the game, right? <laughs> you know, and I mean, he, yeah, he had a challenging first part of the game, but he he finished he finished the fuck out of that game, didn't he? Uh, the uh, second game, not the first one. Uh, I thought the first one he was just poor all around. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, we can look at it. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, okay. a little hazy. I mean, yeah. I just I just thought that he really turned it on, hit some big passes, and um. And, you know, he had a couple touchdowns. Um, but anyway, uh, is he is he regressing this year? I mean, I I don't know. Um, you have an MVP year; it's always kind of fluky. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, it's hard to it's hard to just you know keep having MVP years. Um, I don't think he's having a bad year. Do you? I mean, would bad. you would you say would it's you say he's having a bad standard. year? It's just not. Well, of course, it's standard. not a standard. He was a fucking MVP last year, but I mean, like, yeah. or almost, you know, very very close to it. But I mean, he's he's what he's got a he's got a ninety eight passer rating. He, you know, he's um he's got how many touchdowns total? Because he's he's got because he's got a bunch of rushing touchdowns too. So he's got like twenty nine touchdowns in twelve games. Yep. Yeah. That's um, that, yeah. It's, yeah, he's good. <laughs> it's not bad, right? Um, you know, yeah, in, in breaking the 12, news in the 12 uh, games for as much as he runs around in the 12 games, he's only been sacked 19 times. Maybe I'm just salty that he needed to win that goddamn game last night, Chris. I I need I wanted him to win that game so bad last night. Like that game was his. It was his. Uh, it was not that was also a very poor play on the previous trip to the end zone. You got first and goal at the six yard line, and he takes that 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 loss on that sack. Like mm-hmm. that's just a poor play. Throw that thing into the into the. All you had to do was just throw it up in the air, and the wind was going to take it into the stands anyway. So that drives all of us insane. Like every time we see it, and quarterbacks do it like for, with fair frequency. And I think it just it's one of the things that drive us all insane that we're we're just because we can't we can't imagine ourselves there. <laughs> you know, we don't know what that's really like. Um, let's be honest. And, okay, and, and I'm losing. So, I'm beginning to lose my faith in QBR once again because QBR is telling me that Tua Tagovailoa has had a better year than Josh Allen this season. Well, it's because it's because QB, QBR puts a lot of emphasis, a lot more emphasis on the fourth quarter. Oh, okay, I guess that must be it. Um, you know that they're they're very like they, you know, fashioned it talking to a lot of quarterbacks and stuff like that, like you know to really. To really try and um, you know when does when do things matter? You know, third downs matter and fourth quarter matters and stuff like that. And um, and they're, I mean, not that Josh Allen has had a bad fourth quarter, I guess, but um, I don't know. I, I think it has something to do with that. I think it has something to do with like those moments when Tua Tagovailoa, um, you know, fourth whether it's fourth quarter comebacks or go ahead touchdowns and stuff like that. It seems very situational anyway. The QBR stat. So, final question: Is the division wide open going forward without the Jets? Because you know the Jets are the Jets. 
Well, but, the Patriots would have something to say about that, right? And they've rattled off how many wins. They're now nine and four. I so mean, is the focus is are we refocused now on the Patriots or is it still yes, the Bills yes. or is it wide 100%, open? 100%. percent we're, we're we're back to, you know, water is wet again. Um, the compass points north. And, well, that makes me feel really, really good. You know that, right? Well, because you don't think they're beatable without Tom Brady. Yes. Or you don't. I like. Don't think I like. Don't our, think they're unbeatable without yeah. Tom Brady. I like our quarterback better than theirs. That could be. Um, I, you know, I like their. By the way, you talked about Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. Good God, he's he's he's. I don't know. Like you said, two was great in the fourth quarter. Where does Josh Allen rank? Because this guy, this is insane numbers. Like, oh yeah, he's got, like, he's, got, he's got like a good one fourteen passer rating or something like that. But I one hundred three point five. But his touchdowns are I, ridiculous. I I think it's I, I, again I, the fourth quarter thing. I'm just saying like it's not just fourth quarter broadly. I think it's more situational than that. But um, I do think that that could be that could be why the situational stuff. Well, that makes me feel warm and fuzzy. If we're not chasing Buffalo anymore. Well, it's not that we're not. I mean, they're still they're they're a really good team, and they're built well. They have a really good defense, and and they beat us all the fucking time. So, um, you know, we we have to focus on them because we can't beat them at all. It seems like, mm. but I do think I do think New England has reclaimed it. I mean, I, I will take you know I'll take our quarterback over theirs, but I'll take their team building over ours. Yeah, well, their offensive line and running game, and you know that's that's half an offense. Yeah, there's no comparison whatsoever. And and they can they consistently. I mean, they're always going to be able to staff their defense. Yeah, like right? they'll find they'll find players. And you got to admire. You know, very rarely do do teams go out there spend a pile of money on a on a defensive player and and it and they hit bingo. Uh, yeah. Matt Judon, bingo. Well, he's 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 good for what they do, and they know they know they know what the, to ask him to do. And, um, and he doesn't like, they know, they know better what to ask him to do than the Baltimore Ravens did. And, and I think that that's, uh, that's what we're seeing. And also, I mean, so they can always build a defense, but they can run circles around us and and building an offensive line. Yep. Well, we, I mean, just, we have no it, concept. It's, it's not even a comparison. It's not even a comparison. Yeah. We just have no concept. Yeah. So, so they, you know, yeah, maybe we could, maybe some of us, and maybe some of us are going to be called like fan stands or whatever for, for saying this, but yeah, maybe we'd take Tua over Mac Jones. Other people would disagree. Um, but I will take their team building over ours any day of the week. Absolutely. All right. So maybe we're refocused. And I don't know if you, if you're looking at the, the playoff chase, Kansas city is essentially us. Kansas city plays every single one of the teams that are in front of us. In order. Yeah. So, so we like, need them to shape up. Yeah, Kansas City. Well, Kansas City's on a winning streak. I don't know if you've noticed, but I believe they have the same amount of games in a row as we have. Yep, they do. So they're on a roll. If Kansas City could just run right through the rest of the regular season, they're going to beat every single team that's in front of us, which mm. is awesome. All right. But other than that, you know, Buffalo's in a precarious uh situation here they're playing tampa bay next week and then they play new england again in the revenge game which they're all vowing today by the way they're going to kick the crap out of the patriots we'll see okay but yeah it's it's shaping up uh kind of 
asking for the Dolphins to win out, but we shall see in the coming I know. weeks. I mean, that's minimum. If Dolphins want to do anything, like have any hope, and and I thought I think I think it'd be it would have been fair at one and seven to say you know hope is over, it's done. Yeah, you know, um, if the Dolphins want to do to have any hope whatsoever, winning out is the bare minimum. That is winning out and then hope for for some help. Yeah, like and I, as somebody, that's all it is. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was trying to explain to them. Um, one team wins a Super Bowl every single year. Two teams make the Super Bowl every year. You have eight division champions. A bunch of teams make the playoffs. You know what's never happened in NFL history? Somebody to go from one to set one and seven to the playoffs. Dolphins have that opportunity. They do that, it'll be remembered forever, right? Well, by us. <laughs> well, I don't know. The graphic will always be there. Okay, from one yeah. and seven to the playoffs. That's maybe. I think I think we gotta win. We gotta win a playoff game. Yeah. I mean we gotta we haven't won a playoff game since the Clinton administration. Was it the the George W. Bush? No, he wasn't inaugurated yet. (laughs) Oh, he wasn't really. Okay. Yeah. Still still that's the technicality. He wasn't inaugurated yet. Okay. That's but um yeah. Yeah, we gotta change that. Yeah, we we gotta change change that. Yeah. So all right, that's it. There is no more. There will be no other show this week. We gave you an hour, okay? So relax, people. Next week is the Jets. So evidently, we will have a preview of Dolphins Jets next week. But till then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. 